0: Welcome to the Frontline Fantasy Football Podcast. This is your host, Jason Cameron, and I'm here with my co-host slash producer, Jonathan Hausler. Hey, hey. We're also joined by... Br- s- n- nobody. Nobody, nobody else. else. Just us. Yeah. Just us two today, so you're going to get your hard-hitting fantasy advice from us. Heck, yeah. Some uh, Thomas Davis on Devonte Adams hard-hitting advice. Oh, too soon. Suspended two games. <laughs> if uh, you're in the IDP League. Don't play him. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously don't specialize in IDP, but, you know, seems like valid advice.
1: Yeah, we'll put it out there.
0: So today is December 20th, Wednesday, obviously. Uh, we want to give a shout out to ToiletLosers.com backslash. They have provided us with some loser trophies. You should go check them out. Amazon.com. Yeah. Go to Toilet Losers or just search ToiletLosers.com backslash. Or you can go to our homepage, and it's the link is on the front page. So I think I deserve one of those trophies yeah. after this week. Yeah, I'll take one. Um, I will settle for the the naming of your child instead. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, John. Well, Jonathan, you made the playoffs. You don't deserve one of these, right? Bad boys, but a playoff loser. At there's least. a lot of you out there that deserve one of these trophies, and if you're gonna take a loser trophy, you might as well take one that looks pretty nice. Yeah, they're legit. Well, another thing. Well, let's let's just get moving into injuries. I'll bring up this later. Okay, I, I want okay. to talk about it. But first injury: Aaron Rodgers not not injured, but they're placing him on IR, done for the
1: season. Yeah. So the comeback was only one game.
0: Yep. The uh, they lost their game to the Panthers. Aaron Rodgers threw three picks but had twenty one points, so not bad in his return. And then they needed the. Buccaneers to beat the Falcons, correct Jonathan? Yes. And yep. that did not happen. Lost by three points. So you suck, you the Packers are out of <laughs> here. <laughs> They're going. And so is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, up next, Hunter Henry has a lacerated spleen <sighs> done <sighs> for the year. <sighs> so we're going to talk about replacements later on in this episode as well as replacements for Antonio Brown, partially torn calf. Uh, it's going to miss the remainder of the season, so final two games and then we'll see about the playoffs but I would highly doubt that he's coming back for at least the first round of the playoffs yeah
1: I mean it doesn't look good and it's just I mean it's the worst time to get an injury oh my goodness yeah
0: it's bad at least they have some solid receivers at least Juju and Martavis are
1: kind of and they have Le'Veon I mean you can't go wrong yeah I mean
0: Le'Veon is top 10 out of everybody in receptions this year so I mean he can uh, he can be a nice little receiver for you yeah he can play I think he's good at football. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's all right. Marquise Lee sprained his ankle um, in the first quarter, I believe. Yeah. Kind of a big injury because he's been kind of consistent. So, yeah, this one's going to hurt. I will also talk about him later on in this episode. Nice. Uh, And then Leonard Fournette sat last game, quad contusion. Um, Looks like he's going to play next week, but not guaranteed, hasn't fully been cleared by the coaching staff to
1: to play. So I know he practiced today, so that's a good sign at least. Yeah. Hopefully that continues early in the week. But yeah. I mean Wednesday, yeah. Usually Wednesday's a rest day for veterans, but so it's kind of I mean, maybe I just, maybe that means it's a good sign that he is on the field.
0: Yeah. But. That's the way I want to take it. As yeah. a Fournette owner myself. Same here. Uh and then we have two handcuffs that got injured. James Connor, that's LeVeon Bell's handcuff. M mm. C L injury versus the Patriots. Uh the next man up is Terrell Watson. Uh who? T- yeah, Terrell Watson. <laughs> okay. He has uh five carries for eight yards this year, so not looking like a super great handcuff. No. I I
1: went ahead and picked him up. They also promoted uh Steven Ridley, I believe, too. So he's he's on the team.
0: And then Fitzgerald Toussaint is yes. also there who he's he's been he's gotten some carries. In previous years. So I don't know. Right. He's not bad. There's no really clear cut back, but Terrell Watson is listed as the third string backup. So it is what it is. Yeah. And then the second handcuff injured it would be Melvin Gordon's handcuff. That's Austin Eckler. Broken hand. He's out for the season. So Brandon Oliver is your guy now.
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, it's kind of a relief for all Melvin Gordon owners or owners too, just because. Eckler was cutting into his time quite a bit, too. Yeah,
0: he's been pretty solid this year. Yeah. And then we go to the news. This is what I'm pretty depressed about, so I'm just going to let Jonathan take over.
1: (laughs) Uh, So I assume you're referring to Ezekiel Elliott. Mm -hmm. Yes, he Mm -hmm. is. uh, Elliott is back this week, um, and he gets a... uh, I'm trying to remember. Who are they playing? I was trying to forget. I Seahawks. Seahawks, I was going to say, I remembered and then I forgot. So yeah, I mean, it's a good game. It's a good game to come back to. Seahawks have been giving up a lot of yards to running backs. It looks like he is good to go um back off that suspension. Let's go. Just in time uh, for championship. Just in time for me to play him in the championship. <laughs> it's mm. going to be that's going to be
0: real fun. Yeah. Not happy about it. <laughs> One uh positive thing for me. Going to get up against Zeke is that Tyrone Smith did injure his knee, so oh has not practiced this week. But I think that's, that's huge. Probably more for Dak than more huge for Dak than uh, Zeke himself. But right. it definitely affects Zeke. So it definitely does. We'll see. I I would bet he's going to play, but he he did not practice as of today, Wednesday, gotcha, November twentieth or December twentieth. So next section: Did Brock Osweiler suck this week?
1: Actually. No, no, yeah, he had like he had three touchdowns total, I believe. He, if, I'm, if I remember right, I he had two that. passing touchdowns. He was. This was the Thursday fifth best quarterback. I think he had two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. If I'm right.
0: Yes, that, that's
1: correct. Which is impressive for Brock Osweiler.
0: through for 194 yards, and that's in three quarters. Fifth overall quarterback.
1: That's fifth. Pretty unbelievable. <laughs> fifth. I don't think I would I, if I if you told me that at the beginning of the season I would laugh in your face.
0: Oh my goodness. This this is a uh interesting stat I heard. Fantasy Focus, uh Matthew Barry. They uh yeah, yeah. they brought up that like I think it was thirty two quarterbacks this year have scored eighteen point five points or higher and Brock Isweiler is one of them and Matt Ryan is not one of them. Oof. Which is crazy. <laughs> That's C- really weird. CJ Behart even scored over 18.5 points represent let's go (laughs) so i mean what is uh, It's just crazy after that mvp season that he hasn't matt ryan hasn't done very well yeah (laughs) exactly so (laughs) let's go ahead and go into injury injury replacements and i think first one
1: for me anyway aaron Rodgers. just quarterbacks that we would replace yeah um one number one name I had on there is I think I talked about him last week, but Blake Bortles, he's number still number one for me as well. Yeah, he's just balling, and I, he's kind of like Osweiler. He's one of those guys that you think is gonna just not do well, but surprisingly he does. And uh, he's been airing it out, and I mean he's been looking really good. Yeah,
0: they want to run the ball, and yet he's thrown for two hundred and sixty eight yards or more. So two I, well his last three games, three hundred nine yards, two touchdowns, no picks. 200 yeah against the Colts. So, uh then against yeah. the Seahawks,
1: 268 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That's the most surprising right there yeah. cuz Seahawks, I mean, obviously they're they're in they have injuries in the on their defense, a lot of injuries this year. But still, it's the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're a defensive team. Yes. And then versus Houston, 326 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. And then he's got the 49ers and the Titans for his last two games. So, That's nice. very favorable schedule. Yes. The Niners are actually decent against the run, so I could see uh, I could see a lot of pass attempts for, well, not, not a lot, but, like, I mean. Maybe a know. little more than no. Another quarterback I would talk about or I wanted to talk about was Tyrod Taylor. Just 23 points last week against the Dolphins. He has the Patriots, and then he plays the Dolphins again in Week 17, so potentially your championship week if you uh, do a 17-week. Uh, it's fantasy football season. I know I do, but you don't Jonathan. So yeah, it's kind of depends on your league.
1: It does. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely would be a solid streamer during those times. Mm-hmm. Um, My next one I had, my uh, other one I had was Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I, th- I talked about him last week, um, but he, uh, this past week he had over 300 yards and a touchdown um, in a, which is pretty, he was looking pretty impressive. Didn't throw an interception or anything like that. Um, and he's looking really solid too. So if you need a quarterback, he's one that might be on your waivers still too.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, every start he's almost thrown for 300 yards. His first start he threw for 293 yards, so seven yards short of that 300 yard mark. So close. Yeah. So he is playing the Jaguars though. So he, I mean, yes,
1: this week it, you don't expect as much as he's probably been doing, you know. But he's only thrown for one touchdown in the
0: past two games, and didn't throw for a touchdown in his first start. So. I think you could see less yards, but you might see more touchdowns. I agree. The touchdowns have got to come around. Yeah. So next injury, Hunter Henry. As we mentioned earlier, that lacerated spleen. I mean, if you're looking in-house, it's Antonio Gates. Yeah. Uh, One catch, 10 yards,
1: touchdown. Which isn't bad. I mean, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for touchdowns. Right. I I mean, it's also Antonio Gates. He's old. He hasn't been doing much this year. Mm -mm. You can't. I mean, you you could start him. You just don't expect much.
0: Exactly. So I probably would look elsewhere. I, Cameron Brate's still out there a lot. Yes. And I just touchdown potential is something I'm going to look for, and he he definitely has it. I mean Jameis Winston's known for throwing just kind of balls that he shouldn't necessarily throw, and he's going to throw them <laughs> towards Mike Evans and Cameron Brate. Right. So,
1: Especially with OJ Howard down, Cameron Brate is definitely more of an appealing option now. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's where I'd be looking
1: i agree i think another one i had that um maybe still a free agent is benjamin watson he has a he's been a tight end one in two of his past three games and they're playing the colts um this week who have allowed double digit points to a tight end in three out of the last four games so definitely one that may be lower on the radar for some people that could be available to pick up
0: agreed we'll go to antonio brown so i'm potentially well i would say the biggest injury this
1: season antonio brown uh, yeah especially right when the a time when fantasy owners yeah, need him most
0: when you desperately need him yeah it's, there's a good chance there's a lot of people in the uh, playoffs
1: because of antonio brown right and then probably maybe lost their playoffs because of right him yeah. as well
0: and the the worst part is that injury was in the end zone and he potentially could have had that catch
1: so yeah that's one that it basically went right through his hands it seemed like
0: so the in-house option for me Actually, I, both of my options were in-house. Yeah. Juju and Martavis. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer Juju over Martavis. Yes. Juju is technically listed ahead of Martavis in the depth chart. Juju's been I think he had 116 receiving yards last game. Something.
1: In a in a touchdown?
0: Yeah. yeah. Let me look that up real quick. 6 receptions, 114 yards, no touchdown. Oh, no touchdown. My no bad. Touchdown. Sorry. So, I thought I saw one there. But still, he I uh, just a lot of volume. Yes, he's proven that he can catch the ball and run with it, and I don't know. He's 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 a lot better than he's not better than Martavis, but they just, the usage
1: you got to go off the usage, right? And Juju's been more, I don't know. He's been more explosive, I guess, this year. It seems like, I I think Martavis is one that might be a free agent in your league. Um, mm-hmm. He is on most of mine, um, just because of he's been so inconsistent this year. But uh, when uh, Antonio Brown went out, he Got a touchdown in that same quarter after he went after Brown went down. Ended up with four catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. So not bad either. Yeah. Um, and they're going against the Texans, his defense has been crumbling and are susceptible to the deep threat. Um, so both of those wide receivers should have a good day, it seems like.
0: And do you have more?
1: Yeah, I do. Go for it. Um, I have a few more. I might just list off names because well,
0: – here, before you do that, I'll bring up another injury, another wide receiver injury, because th- these could be replacements for him as well. Mark Lee, yes, injured, uh, sprained ankle. So, I mean, he hasn't been officially ruled out, but a sprained ankle is pretty hard to play on the next uh, a week from when he did it. So right, I right, and he I didn't practice highly, today. Yeah. That kind of thing, you know. Highly doubt he's going to play. Yes, I agree. So go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so in I mean, in lieu with that, one of mine is D.D. Westbrook. Um, he didn't. He only had two catches last week, but before that, he's been pretty consistent. And uh, he played more snaps and ran more routes than um, Keelan Cole, who has been who kind of had the big week uh, this past Sunday. Um, he, so Westbrook kind of he put up a dud last week, but he's in a good matchup against the 49ers, like we uh, mentioned earlier. 49ers have allowed double-digit points to seven wideouts, uh, seven wide receivers over their past six games. So you're not really afraid to play Jaguar wide receivers. Him and Keelan Cole are, I mean, they're both they're both good starts this week, in my opinion, too. They're good replacements.
0: Yeah, I I actually had Keelan Cole and uh, seven receptions, 186 yards, a touchdown. A uh, week before that, three receptions, 99 yards, a touchdown. The week before that, three receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. So touchdowns in three consecutive weeks.
1: Yeah, it's like the Will Fuller of the later latter season, apparently.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, this is this is what I was going to bring
0: up at the beginning of the show. So we had somebody, I. I put him on blast if I can find his name on Twitter real quick. <laughs> do it. <laughs> but he asked me, or he asked us. Sorry. Do you, should I play Keelan Cole or Eric Rogers? I believe. If you don't, Eric Rogers. Eric or, Rogers. Uh, Eli Rogers. No, the guy from the Colts, number eighty. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I didn't he, know. he was a confirm or, a, he was a tight end. Let's see man, I should have done more research and had this must, ready to go. Must be way deep in the mentions. Yeah, I, I think it is. But he he basically, man, I wanted to, ah, uh, there we go, there we go. Chester Rogers, not, yeah, see, I don't even know okay. the guy's name. Okay. Chester Rogers over Keelan Cole. I said, I said, go with Keelan Cole, just more nice. red zone usage. And he proceeded basically to say that Eric Rogers was gonna be on the field more because uh Dante Moncrief's injury. I said, go Keelan Cole. He, I gave some reasons why Keelan Cole. Yeah, he said, and he came back. Basically he didn't want to play Keelan Cole. He just wanted me to agree with him or not. <laughs> it was a trap. Which is <laughs> pet peeve of mine. So I kept going back. Right. He said I said I gave him another good stat. I don't and he said, Okay, I'm gonna play Chester Rodgers anyway. I said Ooh. Okay, good luck. <laughs> and Chester Rogers had one carry for seven yards, so .7 points and three <laughs> targets with zero catches. Ooh. So, Jonathan, that's .7 points total. <laughs> that's bad. That was bad. Let me see. Here's a, here's a stat. Leads the team in 20-plus yard receptions, um, and he's second on the team in targets, Keelan Cole. Dang. So, honestly, a, a better receiver than your thought, if you look. At, if you are looking at the numbers, so Chester Rogers point seven. Keelan Cole <laughs> led the whole NFL in fantasy points <laughs> for wide receivers at twenty four point six.
1: Ooh, and that's not e- that's not even PPR.
0: No, yeah, PPR you add seven more points on that. Yeah, so thirty one point six points. Yikes! You could have had instead of point seven. Thirty. That hurts. Mm, yeah. If you want my, if you want our advice, if you're gonna ask us, right, I get if you want our reasoning, I understand that. But if you're just gonna blatantly go against us just because you you wanted somebody before even asking, uh, right. don't even ask the
1: question. If you're just in it to start an
0: argument, yes, then, then don't the, ask. The, why?
1: Yeah, I don't understand. I think, uh, I mean, obviously y- you have a gut feeling of who you should start, and that's, a, I mean, you can go with your gut. But I think at the same time, you need to kind of open your mind and be, like, willing to hear from. If you're going to ask, be willing to hear from Exactly. and take their opinion into consideration. <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, 31.6 points, whatever. Yeah, I mean. You don't want fantasy points.
1: Be my guess You want a toilet loser trophy? Yeah. If be y- our guest. Yeah, be our guest. <laughs> Which they are nice. <laughs> 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 All right, so your next wide my receiver. Next Sorry one. for that tangent. That's okay. I liked it. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, he's going against the Jaguars, but hear me out here. The Jaguars have allowed six pass plays of 40 yards or more to opposing wide receivers over the past four games. And four of those receptions were touchdowns. Mm. So, uh, four out of the six were touchdowns. So, um, and they're also, I, I mean, Jacksonville, they're allowing the fewest passing yards per drive in the league. It's a tough matchup, but I still think Goodwin's going to see plenty of targets He's had 99 or more yards in the three straight games. Garoppolo feeds him the ball. I think he's still a good replacement, even in a tough matchup. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I, my next one is Kendall Wright. Just I had him, too. Bears receiver, I know, but 17 receptions in the past two games, 188 yards uh, combined. And then, I mean, so that's pretty solid day. I think it was 9 and 11 points. So Yeah not great but a, a higher floor than maybe some other people out there on the waiver wire
1: right i mean he's definitely he's definitely flex worthy and yeah like you said he ha- and he has a total of 24 targets over the last two games you can't ignore that at all and um definitely he definitely is flex worthy um another one i had uh, mike wallace he's been a top 30 wide out four of his past six games and um, had sixty-six se- average sixty-six point seven yards per game over that span. This week, Macklin is out, which means more volume for Wallace. They're going against the Colts, um, who have been getting ravaged by quarterbacks and wide receivers. They are ranked thirty-first in rate of completions allowed to gain ten or more yards. Basically, they're a bad defense. It's bad for Colts, That's but good for I'm Wallace. Picking up. <laughs> yeah, I won't go into all the details. You just need to know they're bad. <laughs> so sorry. sorry to you Colts fans. Exactly. No offense, but your team sucks. But <laughs> oh, okay, they'll get better. I think they're going to get better. They just need to oh, okay. fire their he, need to fire that he's coach. He's shaking his head right now. <laughs> we're not doing video this week,
0: but he's shaking his head right, right. now. Yeah, you, you can't tell. Oh, well, he flipped me off. Okay, this <laughs> is uh, getting this is escalating I'm quickly over here. <laughs> All right, so that is going to do it for that one. We're going to move on to our next Christmas theme section by Jonathan. That would be Naughty and
1: Nice. Mm, yes, so we're talking, we're talking. Naughty matchups, bad matchups, or or nice matchups. You know those good ones where, where people are gonna hopefully perform well. So we'll see if people have been naughty, naughty or nice this week. Basically, Keelan Cole, yeah, that would have been a, a nice matchup last week. Very Whatever. true. Aaron Titmer, <laughs> you don't want you don't want my advice. I mean, and then Chester Rogers, obviously, he's just not. He's just gonna be naughty. Yeah, every that would have been naughty, just super naughty. <laughs> <laughs> naughty to go
0: against our advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Titmer.
1: <laughs> All right. First nice matchup. Jonathan, do you want it? Yeah. Uh my first nice one I had is he's a stud, but uh he still had some hesitation this past week, but and he's still gonna keep going. It's Zach Ertz. Um, keep trusting him without wince He had nine targets in his first game with Foles last week. Draws another good matchup against Oakland. Um they are 29th in receptions receptions allowed to opposing tight ends. So you can definitely start him up and um Keep rolling them out, even though wins isn't there.
0: And I'll go li- right along with that. Is I had Nick Foles as well. I last nice. week I was not a believer. I don't think Nick Foles is a very good quarterback, but with, I mean, with this offensive scheme and he'll at least sling the ball a little bit. So yeah. it makes him look good, honestly. Yeah, four touchdowns last game. No, no picks. Right. I believe it was a top five y- uh, quarterback, but Raiders ranked twentieth against the pass. Oof. I mean, they've get, been getting blown up. These last two games, they've actually played decent. But the rest of the season, they've been getting blown up by quarterbacks. And that's a matchup I think Nick Foles is going to exploit. So, and the Eagles really don't have a run game. So, I think if the Eagles want to win, they're going to have to throw it anyway.
1: Very true. But one counterpoint to that. Uh-oh. We'll My next it. nice matchup is Jay Ajayi. Oh. But I'll I'll explain. Obviously, I mean, he's still not getting as many carries as you'd like to see. Blunt and uh, Corey Clement are still in the mix there, but he has 80 and 89 total yards over the past two weeks, and they're going against Oakland, like we said. And Oakland has allowed 215 yards rushing to backfields over the past two weeks, which is a lot. I like that. Yeah. So there's a, there's a chance for Ajayi to, you know, regain some of his former former prominence here. Sneaky flex play. He is. I think so too. If you have him on your bench and you've been holding him. Not a bad time to use them It's time Yes The time is now
0: I'll uh, follow suit with a running back Alex Collins versus Colts So in the last two games yeah. uh The Colts have given up 190 rushing yards per game
1: What? <laughs> I, did not, I didn't think it was going to go like that <laughs> that, was, that was a unique drop That was I, a new drop I have not heard that one I had not either um, Can we hear it again? <laughs> Sorry to. Yes
0: Interesting. I'll okay. keep using that one. Um, in the last three out of four weeks, the Colts have given up a rushing touchdown.
1: What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, delayed. <laughs> yeah, so Colts defense not very good. Alex Collins a clear back. I know Buck Allen's taking away some work, but Danny Woodhead's there not doing anything. Right. And who am I missing?
1: Um, Javarius, Buck Allen, Javarius Allen. I I thought I was missing somebody else. But anyway. That's the only people I know
0: of, at least. Alex Collins is the guy. And they're going to feed him. I think they're going to be up on the Colts. I think their defense is going to score some touchdowns. And, I mean, you're just not going to be. Can we pause it?
1: What? Okay. And then um, my next one for a nice matchup is Golden Tate. He didn't have a good week last week. But. (laughs) why do you have him? I have him on my my not. Oh, let's argue. Let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, he didn't have a good week last week, but he has a good matchup this week against the Bengals depleted secondary. They've allowed lines um, the past two games in the from receivers in the slot. They've allowed uh, 51 yards and a touchdown and 80 yards. Uh, so I mean, it's not bad. But if Golden Tate runs all most of his routes out of the slot. He can. I think he has a de- at least a decent game. Better than last week.
0: I went naughty with him because the Bengals are fourth against the pass. The Bengals have held wide receiver groups to single digit catches in eight times this year. So that's a ton. That is a ton. And Marvin Jones is kinda he's been pretty consistent. And Eric Ebron's actually had a role in the offense, which, which is, is kind of
1: surprising. Very
0: weird. Sneaky tight end pickup if you want to uh if you need a tight end. True. Good mention. But Golden Tate's just he's He's a little naughty and nice because he could easily <laughs> end up scoring twenty points.
1: I th- yeah, I think in PPR, I think he's more of a start. If you're in standard, I think it's a little bit more difficult. Yes. I, hmm.
0: Yeah. I. I'm probably yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that.
1: Yeah, we will we'll agree to we'll agree on that one, and then we'll just we'll call it good. We'll leave it there. With <laughs> Maybe in the winter. Good plan. That's, <laughs> see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So I got one more nice. I yeah. have one more too. All right. Yeah. So
0: I think I believe you started, so you finish off your, your nice. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I did. I did extra credit here. I found a different one. A nice one is Mike Evans. He's back. He had a, right when you count him out, he comes roaring back, um, and kind of proved, kind of showed his flashes of regular Mike Evans again. This week, uh, he plays Carolina. Carolina has allowed five wide receiver one scoring weeks over their past four games, so I'm not scared of starting him anymore like I was um, a week or two, week or two ago. I think he's gonna be he's back and ready to go. All right, and my last nice one
0: was Robert Woods versus the Titans. Yeah, Titans ranked 22nd against the pass. They also allow receiving groups against them to score an average of 21.8 fantasy points. So if you you want to do the math I mean number one wide receiver scoring around 12 14 points and then wide receiver twos uh, Robert Robert Woods is obviously going to be the the number one scoring wide receiver for the Rams so right. yeah I mean you could see like Cooper Cup getting around eight and I mean you want to Sammy Watkins gonna get the three the remainder <laughs> true <laughs> and they could easily they could easily soar above that average so I mean I would easily expect Robert Woods to get 12 points I agree. At least. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Manual and sound drop. I know. Double duty over here. My my first naughty, I had Jamal Williams. Um, Hunley, since with Hunley now back, it kind of figures that Jamal Williams, they run on the run a little bit more now, rely on it a little bit more. Um, So he should get more carries, but he faces a tough Vikings defense this week. Vikings are second in yards from scrimmage allowed to backfields. Um so he's someone that I am not if I have him I'm not gonna wanna start him at all this week.
0: Yeah, I agree with that one. Um I wanna say I told you so. <laughs> I mentioned last week that yeah. he could be a bad start just because Aaron Rodgers could come out and gun it and I didn't believe it. Jamal Williams might not Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams might not get a ton of <laughs> ton of work and what do you know? Yeah. But he right could again. easily come back this game and score a million points. But I would, I would, agree with you. He's more of a sit this week, or right, or naughty. Yes, he's definitely naughty. My first one: Dak Prescott versus Seahawks. Just especially with Tyrone Smith possibly going to be out. Yeah, and how bad he looked against normal defenses. I think I think it was the Giants' his first week that Tyrone Smith was out, in the, or. Yeah, I think it was or somebody somebody average like the Giants and he he just got destroyed by them. So I I really don't see Dak Prescott having a good week. And I know he's ranked as a top ten quarterback this week, just because Zeke's back. And I I don't see that happening.
1: I I don't either. And I I'm split because I know he I also know he plays better when Zeke is on the field. Mm-hmm. But I mean, still he's just been hard to trust this year. So I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. My second one I had was Robbie Anderson. Um, since Josh McCown's been out, Robbie Anderson has dropped down to the wide receiver 62 and wide receiver 43. Mm. Um, and now uh, he plays the Chargers, who have yet to allow a 100-yard receiver on the season um, over the past eight games. Uh, so I mean, and or sorry, and they've only allowed two to score a touchdown over the past two games. Mm. I am... I passed eight games. I am struggling over here. <laughs> hey, Sorry. Right. mine producer everywhere is over here. Anyway, so Robbie Anderson, not a good start this week. Um I would not even flex worthy in my opinion. I would just bench him. Draftable? Probably, honestly. Hmm. In my opinion, let someone else take him up and struggle with him. So better
0: asset than go get him. Yes, exactly. My next naughty one is Jordan Howard facing the Browns, you say. They oh, they defeated Browns, the Winless Browns. Browns yeah. are 12th against the run this year. They've only allowed 6 rushing touchdowns this year and if you look at Jordan Howard's games, the games where he does the best is where he scores. If he doesn't score, he's he's just merely a like a, a flex play.
1: Right. If that. Right. Maybe
0: not even that. So I mean, you're probably still going to play him because he's probably your wide receiver one or two, yeah. but you're not going to be happy about it. You're not going
1: to feel good starting him. Mm -mm. It's going to be risky. I agree. Uh, My next one I had was uh, Carlos Hyde Uh, with Garoppolo. He's kind of lost his receiving, receiving floor. He has only been targeted on 7.1% of Garoppolo's throws. Um, And that's in comparison to 11.4% with Hoyer and 22.6% with Bethard. So definitely a major drop off receiving there. Um, And they play Jacksonville. Haven't allowed a red zone touch since week nine so, I, I, I'm i not counting on a touchdown from Hyde this week, and in standard, I'm definitely not high on him at all.
0: He's kind of somebody you thought would take off with Garoppolo, and he really right. hasn't. Right. So. You'd
1: think that it would benefit him, but it's been the opposite. So, do you have any more naughty? Cause, or is that all of them for you? I do have one more. Okay, go for it. I'm on Lynch uh, this week. They're playing the Eagles. Eagles have only allowed 48.3 rushing yards per game at home, and they're at home this week, which is the fewest in the league. Um so, uh, and Marshall Lynch, I mean, his floor is usually like 60 yards or something like that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. a touchdown in there. Um,
0: you need uh, that touchdown for Fantasy Relevant Day. Right.
1: And so, I don't know. Against the Eagles, I can't, I can't see him doing well. That's
0: it. That's all I got. All right. So, quickly, we just kind of wanted to do a section on preparing for week 17. We just kind of wanted to mention some people that could sit and who you should look
1: at or maybe handcuff them with. Yes. Yep, um, and I to start it off, I kind of just I almost want to do a little bit of an over overview of like because there's only a few teams that there's only a few teams that probably will be benching people in week 17, at least I think like yeah depending on who wins and who loses this week, mm-hmm. um but there's mainly four and it's the basically the it's the Eagles, the Patriots, Steelers, and Vikings in my opinion there could be more. Studs that people other teams that have given up possibly the Jaguars, yeah, that's true. I had them on there and then I and then I removed them, them. but yeah, because they're they're playing with uh, they're close with the Steelers, I believe that's who they're competing with for a spot, so yeah, but so those are ones that you can that you have to if you have players on that team, be prepared for, but
0: so I mean, so Steelers. Antonio Brown, you're already you're already looking for something different. on right. we mentioned uh I gotta Toussaint. look up his name. Fitzgerald Toussaint, but the the backup is Terrell Watson. Yes. I mean Adam Thielen, I guess, has been somebody you gotta back up. Yeah.
1: And you think Eagles, they probably play more Corey Clement. Uh, maybe more mm-hmm. Jai too, you know. Yeah. And then um, Patriots are a little bit more difficult. Just because I would yeah. think, uh, running back wise, you'd probably see James White. You'd probably see you probably see Gilleslie, since Burkhead is injured. Mm-hmm. So I mean, those Gilleslie is actually probably not a bad lotto pick at least for this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: especially it depends if he's active or not. But I mean if he's well, active, you might as well take the chance. Right, Burkhead I mean. was their goal line back. He's gone. You know, I think Gillislee they might make him the red zone back again.
0: And then who else? Vikings, Patriots, Steelers, and. Jaguars, Jaguars. So, I mean, I've already got Chris Ivory backed up.
1: Yeah, you should have him anyway if you're a Fournette owner. You definitely should. And it, if you if you followed that Jacksonville game when four, last week when Fournette was out, then Ivory didn't even get any of the touchdowns. They went to these random. It was I think it was a
0: oh, what's his name Corey Grant.
1: Yes, and then there was another guy too that got two of them I think y- yeah so it's just like these random people getting the red zone looks which is frustrating for ivory owners but he still gets the yardage and still should be owned there. speaking
0: at least. speaking of last week and just kind of random scores I want can you name any of the well I know you can name Keelan Cole was the number one wide receiver at all but standard yeah. scoring can you name any of the other top five scoring wide receivers
1: Top five,
0: yeah, just off Oof. your head. Oof,
1: da. Trying to think, not probably not Juju because he didn't have a touchdown. Nope. Um, <laughs> or I can just name it for you. Can that I works.
0: Think? I'm drawing a blank. So Keelan Cole, twenty four point six points, standard scoring at one. Yeah. Sterling Shepard at two, nineteen point nine, long yes. touchdown. Yes. Tavares King at three, two giants, uh, nineteen points. J- Jaden Mickens, this is the Jaguars wide receiver that had those two touchdowns, 18.1 points, and then Michael Crabtree is 15.9. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. Tavares and Jaden McKin- you would never, you would never predict that.
1: No, you'd never start them either, you know? No, not Just a chance. No, that should not have. I mean, no one would have ever thought of that going into the week.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the Twitter questions. Ooh. Let me open up my Twitter account. All right. First one from Brian Summers or B Summers 10. Better running back two based on matchups, etc. Stewart, Kerwin, Kerwin Williams, Mike Davis, Gillisley if active. Thanks. So this week, Gillisley, no.
1: No. No. Maybe next week, though,
0: as you were saying. Mm -hmm. So, Stuart Kerwin or Mike Davis? Whew. Well, I'm probably going to leave out Mike Davis going against Cowboys. It's a good matchup, but I really don't trust a Seahawks running back. No. Kerwin Williams getting a ton of work. But I think he got injured as well. He did, but uh, I think he's going to play. It's looking like that anyway.
1: That's something to monitor, that's for sure. I think I think I'd probably go with Williams, honestly.
0: So Kerwin Williams last three games: sixteen carries, ninety-seven yards; twenty carries, seventy-three yards; seventeen carries, sixty-one yards. So he's getting a ton of work.
1: He is getting a ton of work. All he's missing are the touchdowns there. I think you got to go with him just for volume. I mean, Jonathan Stewart he gets the, he gets the carries too, but McCaffrey's in there and takes a lot of the touchdowns. Yeah, and Cam I just,
0: Cam can take those touchdowns too.
1: Right. So I think even though worse offense I would go Kerwin, Will- Kerwin Williams I agree with that
0: next one from Big Lou 45 Ooh, quarterback can he trust
1: Tom Brady this week I think yes going against the Bills, I think you can I don't know it's Tom Brady unless you have a better option I think you gotta start him
0: see his last game against the, against the Bills, he had 8.2 points
1: Well, I mean, that's not good.
0: Zero touchdowns, one pick. Yikes. I mean, I think you're going to see him just come out and wreck the Bills.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's – I I don't know. I just go back to name. Like, it's Tom Brady. He's a a machine, you know. I think they're going to learn from the mistakes that they did with the Bills the last time they played him. I think they're going to look better.
0: I would agree as well. And then our last question from Max Finch or NYG underscore Finch 109080. Complicato. A <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dad joke. All right, 4.5 PPR. I have to start two people out of these three Deion Lewis, Larry Fitzgerald, and Greg Olson. Start two? Start two. Deion Lewis, Larry Fitzgerald, Greg Olson.
1: I think I would bench Greg Olson. Yeah, I would as well. I think, I don't know, just because Dion Lewis, no Burkhead anymore, I think he's shaping up for a good game. Larry Fitzgerald's consistent. It's it's .5 PPR. You still get those points for catch. As uh, Greg Olson's been was great last week, but not consistent.
0: Yeah, I w- I would really wonder who your tight end is. Who seriously? you're starting over Greg Olson? Is it Gronk? Yeah, you better have one of those top five tight ends,
1: Gronk over. or Kelsey. Or yeah, seriously, you don't get cute with Jared Cook or anything like that. But I mean, if I mean that's nice. If you have the a better tight end than that, you're lucky. Yeah,
0: I, I very worry about starting two tight ends in any league. So yeah,
1: I would not suggest that. Deion Lewis and Fitz for us that's going to do it
0: for the Frontline Fantasy Football Podcast make sure you check out our website at FrontlineFantasyFootball.com yeah there's no country in our website either <laughs> um, has our ranks or will have our ranks I need to, I'll uh, do those tomorrow but has Jonathan's blogs uh, hard hitting advice yes. that you need um, it has got everything for your dogs versus babies I'm trying to even brainstorm right here it's got uh, our podcasts, our podcast videos, has a link to ToiletLosers.com backslash where you should check out. You can get some loser trophies. Perfect for your league. Hi, dude. Heavy. Mm, <laughs> they're nice trophies. <laughs> they're very trying nice. To say. Yes, they're, nice. they're quality. Seriously, go check them out. We have a couple If you. Check out our YouTube. You can see them. Also, follow us on Twitter, Frontline FF. That's where we answer, answer all of your questions. Still a question that we have. Let there's no questions we have left unanswered on that Twitter account. So, hundred percent. Seriously, go check it out. Uh, also, follow us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Frontline Fantasy Football, or on Apple Podcasts, Frontline Fantasy Football. Make sure you leave a review. Yes, I got it this week. Boom. And work. Google Play as well. So thanks for listening, guys. Just remember, play your studs and score more points than your opponent this week. Win a championship Yeah Until next time